to who it may concern. I'ma make y'all love me, I'ma make y'all remember my name all over the world. Future looking lovely, focused on my grind and taking over the game. To who it may concern. I feel like I'm on top of the world. And it ain't gon' stop till the game's on lock. My name's on top. To who it may this is your domain. Yeah. And, and that's probably why I'm still so single, right? I used to sing this song in my underwear on the front porch. And um, when I came out, it wasn't a surprise. Eh, you know. <laughs> Wait, all right, all right. Let's just roll right into that. Guys, um, welcome to this Juan time. Today, I'm joined by the Juan and only Ray Earl, comedian, engineer. Yes. Do it all. You're hanging up curtains. I'm hanging up curtains. Yeah, uh, uh, you own real estate. Yes, homes. Um, gun owner. Mm-hmm. Um, what what else am I missing here? Cocksucker. <laughs> well, okay, okay, that was a little too gross. Um, <laughs> um, fallacious. Um, yeah. No, uh, God, no, I retired. You know, too busy to do that. No, you just want the big ret- return. Of the champ, you want that to come back, right? You can't say you're retired from that. I, I am. I'm, I'm too busy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's, it's just, I just, I just want to do comedy, work, and live. That's Not even it. like late, like late nights, like two in the morning. Like you got to pull off at like the fucking Jack in the Box for like one, not a taco. You'd get what would you get? What's the equivalent? <laughs> I get the most satisfaction from the taco than I ever have from Dick. Ooh, Honestly, shit. Not even gonna lie about that. Not even gonna lie about that. I, y- you've seen me at open bikes, but you've never seen me like I think at a show. No, and I so haven't. I do fuck with the audience and the straight men in the front row uh, i do because it's it's funny it's fun and i get nasty on stage or whatever but when i come home i'm putting on my hair rollers getting into my nightgown and going to bed okay i'm not i'm just not i am not out in these streets what is okay, i just we just rolled into this didn't we okay i am just not out here you know i talk about sucking dick more than i actually do it to be honest ah. yes yes Yes. Okay, so you, you're painting. I'm the homosexual, scene, by the way. In case no one has picked up on that, you could probably hear it in my voice, you know. And if you probably look around my house, you would definitely know this is a homosexual dwelling. And I know you went into the restroom, and you it's went to the restroom. Did you look on the wall behind the sink? Uh, what do you mean, the mirror? Is it a two-way mirror? Did you? Did, did you, you? Were you on the other side? No. Go. Did you see it? Did you see the pictures? Yeah, you saw the pictures. You saw the art. No, I didn't see it. See, damn it, that's a straight man. Okay, Back. so I would just, I would just like in my mind, I was like, this is a very tidy bathroom. Well, that's the one bathroom that I don't use. <laughs> so actually, um, I stayed gone so long, and I had so few people over that I had a friend come over from San Diego um, last week or whatnot, and she stayed in my guest room, and I had to clean up the guest bathroom yeah i hadn't used it in so long that Whoa. all the water in the toilet just like drained out oh, oh God, just sat, evaporated I, yeah it just evaporated i woke and then i was like where did the water go because i hadn't been in that bathroom in like two months oh, two or shit. three months yeah 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 because yeah, it was just i'm just not home you yeah. had like uh condom wrappers that had already expired in there that's how long it had been well i'm on prep so we don't use that but- first of all <laughs> but no you know I, I like i'm just i just i just my priorities are like work, comedy, my health, my home, 
food, my Barbies, cars, dick, maybe. I mean, that's 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 a smart man. And I'll man. say this: that's I, a smart I, man. I, I'll say this, and I have hit on. Well, I wouldn't even say hit on, but I have uh, talked about you on at Devils or whatever. But it's all in good fun. I want you of to course. know. I don't want you to think. I don't want you to be weird around me. No, or whatever, because no, no. it's it's. There's boundaries, and I just want people to know that this is just fun. This is just comedy. Yeah, which is why, like, when when so when you prioritize work, Mm -hmm. you're moving to Vegas. Yes, and I've been wanting to get you know I'm back into the comedy scene, and I wanted to get a bunch of the local talents that you know that I've picked up on, and I I appreciate your style, your your your, the work ethic, and and you were the the first one to pop in my mind. I was like, that'll be a great first guest, and then you're like, yeah, let's do it at my house, like. No question. Like, let's just do it. And he brought his female bodyguard too. Okay, as soon as he said he's gay, she's like, "I'm on my way." <laughs> yes. Okay. I, I knew it. I knew it. I was like, like, like I said, we were talking earlier, and I was like, "Yeah, my my main demographic of people that find me attractive would be older white women and gay men." You know, older white women still hit on me, and it's weird because I'll do comedy in Gilbert, and I'll get on stage and I'll be in my cowboy hat my cowboy boots and everything. And then as soon as I open my mouth, I am obviously a homosexual. Even at the end of the show, they're still coming up to me and like, what's up? Uh, Not you, honey. They got to test it. Yeah. No, (laughs) no. I've never even been down there. Okay. Well, what do you mean? Oh, oh. So when you said taco earlier, you're literally talking about a taco. I thought it was a euphemism. Oh, no, honey. I'm talking about a taco. (laughs) my dumb ass God, thinking, I, I am you were burping. thinking about vagina i'm talking i'm burping up my tapa chico so so when you lost your virginity it was it was i'm assuming you've lost your virginity yeah it was a long time ago so it like, was with another boy yes, man yes you've never been is this per, is this too personal to ask you if you've ever been with a woman i i have talked about this shit at length on stage off stage with therapists with friends with fam, one with family yeah so I mean, we can we can unpack the weeds. Do you do you have to pay your therapist for the therapist they have to go? I went to, to I went to, I went to one therapy session and that bitch tried to make me cry and I was like, we're not doing that. We're just gonna do stand up comedy. <laughs> that was a lot easier than going to therapy. Yeah, you hear just about everybody say it on stage. Like, I'm here for my therapy session. It really is. It's really therapeutic. It really is. Like after my parents passed away, uh, I have been doing comedy for ten years and it was always a hobby. But after they passed away and I kind of went through a life change. I went through a lot of life changes. If you ever looked at any of my older pictures on Instagram, you'll see what I mean. I'll have to take the deep dive. Uh, yeah. Hit pause and go do that now. Yeah. And so it was, it was therapeutic to get on stage and talk about that. So yeah. mm-hmm. I can imagine that, you know, and it's like you're, you're you, cause you do this, you go on stage. I wouldn't say not prepared, but like my, my mind says I got to go up and know what to say. Otherwise I'm a deer in headlights. You've gone up there and just, just kind of like used it as a moment to rant and flex that muscle. Yes. The ranting muscle, the venting thing. And it's, it's, it's great. It's great to see that you're very good at it. And I didn't even have to tell you how to speak into a mic. You do this professionally. Mm-hmm. Question. So uh, Vegas is, is mainly for work or was it also your stand-up side of it, you know, sees the benefit in that too? Yes. Yeah. Nice. Well, my plan was always, it was always in my mind to, I, I kind of feel like that I have maxed out what I can do in Phoenix comedy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm not even at the level of like, say Mary Upchurch, Michael Longfellow, or any of these, you know, these other great comedians who 
started here and have moved away. But I feel like I have an opportunity to get away, to expand it, and I'm going to take that and do it now. You know, and I'm getting fucking old too. Okay, you motherfuckers are Hold coming up. up behind me, and I'm like, what the fuck? I need to do this now yeah. before you bitches get up here with your, your young knees and shit, doing all the comedy, <laughs> and I'm up here struggling and shit. Okay, hold on. So, black don't crack. So, how old are you? Are we gonna say is that is that? I can't ask a lady that. <laughs> Bitch, I am. No, I just turned forty-one this year. Ooh, mm-hmm. man. Hey, yeah. Mm-hmm. Look good. I know. What's the motherfucking secret? Uh, okay. So, you know, my ancestors, they um they picked all the cotton in the fields and shit. Mm-hmm. And so I stay inside for my <laughs> for my peoples. Okay. Yeah. I don't let the sun get to me. Keep you know, skin. yes, keep the skin young looking, whatever. That hey, whatever you're doing fucking working oh, but you know what I'm, go- I'm gonna show you this picture this is hilarious <laughs> how far back we going uh, uh, uh this is like mm, maybe 2007 Ooh, get out of here you out- you're out there <laughs> picking no come on in girl okay come on in okay you, you know where this was no 51st Avenue lower buckeye there's a taco bell there now <laughs> okay <laughs> It is. It is. You know, you know, there's been a trend on uh, TikTok right now where people are taking oh, they're taking pictures of themselves dressed up in like farmer shit and then making black and white and then putting it at Cracker Barrel. They have not done that. So I think before I leave, I'm going to do that. I'm not going to say what the picture is, but you two know exactly what it is. You synced it. I'm waiting for it. Yeah. yeah. I'm waiting for that. It's going to be your big going away. It's going to be my big going away. But honestly, I do like like Cracker Barrel. (laughs) Hey. Have you had a Cracker Barrel? Come on. What is one of the main ingredients in a good meal? Some bigotry. Oh God, yes. Give yes. me give me some of those nigger potatoes. They're so delicious. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're so good. That's the that's, that's the best. There's something in that. I mean, if they have a look of disgust as they bring you this plate of food, you know that thing. <laughs> if gonna... they look like you should be serving yourself. Okay, <laughs> that's you should be coming around back and getting your plate. Did you yes. feel that way at Maple and Ash? Oh no. 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 My actually I told my friend, he was like where do you want to go to eat? And I said, uh, you know what? I'm low maintenance. Let's go to Denny's. And so he said, okay. And then today when he was confirming everything, yeah. I said, actually, let's go someplace a little nicer. Okay. And I, I love Maple and Ash. A little nicer? You just leapfrog like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I love Maple and Ash. I yeah. Do. And shout out to Tracy, you said? Tracy Dome. Hey. Another up and coming star in the comedy scene, too. Good. Yeah. Mm. Give that support. Yes. Sure. Yeah. She gave me some pork. She gave me a free piece of cake. Thank you, girl. Ooh. Yes. Yes. Went straight to that ass. Yeah. yeah. Seeing, I'm seeing it right now. <laughs> I, I've always my my ass is flat. Okay. I'm, I've been trying to work on it, you know. But maybe I'll get back down to Puerto Vallarta and they'll pump me up. I don't know. <laughs> Have you done comedy down in Mexico like that at all, or is it always just? No, actually, there is a a, a guy from um from the Americas, and he does comedy down there. And I've been trying to connect with him to do comedy. And one of the bars I love, 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 love to go to, um, the Corner Bar in Puerto Vallarta, he has said, like, if you ever want to come down and do comedy, come on down. But I don't know how to, 
make that work just yet because the place is so small promotion wise yeah yeah yeah. there was another comedian here in phoenix who was supposed to do a tour down there like get some people together but that kind of fell through well i wonder if you can maybe lean on them for like some some tips and obviously if it fell through like what you did and correct it you're smart you're intelligent you're engineer right uh, well, I, I fell into engineering. I went to school for architecture, but I kind of got into engineering by, you know what, this is what we have and this is what you'll take. And I uh, took it. And so that's how I got into it. Yes, yes. You align more with the nuts and bolts. Yeah, I actually yeah. do. I, you know, you know, I, you know. You, you see my Lego car? I built that shit. That's right. Okay. I see that. Yeah. yeah, you are you are a car enthusiast as well. Oh, fuck yeah. You just try to sell me one of your vintage. Uh, your please <laughs> take it before I leave. Please take it before I leave. I'll have to blacklight it first. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I can't help what happened before I bought it because it is from <laughs> 1972. Okay. Oh, all kinds of juices. And that's yeah. before AIDS and everything. Yeah. Well, no, AIDS was probably around. People just weren't getting sick until 1981. Know your history. Okay. Seriously. Right. I'm going to get learnt. Yes. Get learnt. Okay. No, I do love cars. I do. What is it about them? Is it the freedom to pick up and go, just like you're going to Vegas, right? Just pick up and go, you know. Well, my granddad, he worked for GM for 40 years. Because, again, you're from Michigan. I'm from Michigan. Um, my mom, she worked for Fanuc Robotics, and they actually made the robots that they use, uh, the robots that they use on the assembly lines to build the cars or whatnot. And we always had this thing in Detroit. It's called the Woodward Dream Cruise. Mm-hmm. And it was a big one-day classic car uh, show, and it would go from Pontiac all the way down to Oak Park, Michigan. And it's just this big stretch of Woodward Avenue, which was a classic uh, car scene. And my uncle, uh, my great uncle, my mom's uncle, has this 1967 Pontiac Catalina that he would let her take out. And we would just, the first year that they did it, we got in the car and we would just ride up and down Woodward. And every year since 1995, it has just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And so I've always loved cars. I, you know, I never even fucking watched uh, Sunday morning cartoons. You know, let me tell you, my Sunday morning cartoons one. I never watched Sunday morning cartoons. I would get up every fucking Saturday morning and I would watch Motor Week, This Old House, Home Time, and the New Yankee Workshop. Dude, so when you came out, your parents were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, that's that's what I did. And every Sunday night, when I would go to sleep before I go to school uh, on Monday morning, I would watch America's Castles, which was about the history of these big old mansions around America. So that's what I watched. So when people were like, "The new mermaids coming," are you going to watch that? I never even seen the fucking original. You know, no, No, I I didn't. I didn't see the Lion King. I didn't see none of that shit. My stuff was always Motor Week. This old house, New Yankee Workshop, and home times. That makes a lot of sense, you know, where you're at these days yeah. with, you know, your work and, and your your comedy. Yeah. It's 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 very intelligent. Mm-hmm. So, no, it's not. I no, it stop, is. Stop stop blowing smoke. Bitch. No. It's not it's not it's just me on stage yelling <laughs> at straight white boys. Okay, that's all it is, okay? I did that last night and it was fun. Well, okay. I wasn't there last night. Yeah, it so was, maybe, it was maybe, a lot of fun. Maybe you 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 punched down. Yeah. I, I do a little bit. Okay, <laughs> you know. There's some there are some rooms I can't go into anymore, but you know what? It's Ooh. fun. Can we talk about those, or did you sign an NDA? Uh, I'm leaving. So anyway, um, spill uh, the beans. No, you do you know? Um, I don't know anybody. Okay, there there is a group, and uh, there is a joke that I have told that is fucking hilarious, and they make you sign a waiver that you can't 
punch down on groups that you're not a part of. And I have this trans joke that's very fucking funny. And uh, they actually put that in the contract that you signed that you can't say something similar to that. And I was like, I have finally fucking made it. So you're in quotes there. Yes. I was like, fuck, yes. What do they call it? The Ray Earl rule? Yes, 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 it is. It was, it was good. It was good stuff for me. It makes me feel good. Oh, damn. I, I'll, you have to tell me off screen. What that oh, is. Yeah, yeah, I will. Yeah. It's okay. good. It's okay. good. Actually, I have it on video. So you can watch it. I have a clip on my uh, YouTube page that you'll, you can you can see it. Pull it up. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's just, just say it for the ride home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. laugh my ass off. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I'm I'm of the ilk of um, nothing is off limits. Mm-hmm. Anything can be made funny, and I've been through some traumatic stuff. And, oh yeah, you know it's like anything can be made funny if you give it time to work it out. But the first draft of anything fucking sucks, dude. So it's like, I believe you can say anything on stage as long as it's funny. It just has, it just has to, to be yeah. funny. That's it. It just has to be funny. Yeah. There was a, uh, we did a show in Yuma on Saturday and um, it was Chase and myself, uh, two gay, we're two gay comics. And then there was a bunch of open micers before it and Yuma notoriously read part of the state or whatever. Um, that's where I'm from. And actually I have a lot of fun down there doing yeah. comedy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there was one comedian who goes up there and uh, he's straight, but he is just dropping faggot this, faggot that, faggot that. But not in a derogatory. I could tell the difference when he's trying to be mean or not. And he's like, what do you think? I was like, I think you dropped too many faggots. Okay. I mean, if you're going to do it, you can maybe get one <laughs> yeah, out, yeah, but yeah. you 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 overdid it. And you can see how the audience turned against you yeah. in Yuma. Okay. <laughs> in Yuma. Okay. They That's turned so against yeah. you for saying faggot in Yuma. <laughs> yeah. So okay. you know you're fucking up. That's the, you know you're fucking up there. If <laughs> if those red motherfuckers are like, no, we're not doing that down here. Yeah. Okay. You just oversaturated the market. Yeah, with it, you did. You know? And I was like, now how many faggots can I get away with? Okay. And I am one. Yeah. You know. So <laughs> like, what the fuck? Um, that's so. You know, if we can touch on that, I mean, it's a, it's an interesting and, and a difficult road, right? So like, um, not only are you gay, but you are a black gay man, mm-hmm. and so. So in our culture, for the longest time, being gay was looked down upon, of course, as being uh, a minority was kind of you were looked at as inferior. And and the way the gay community is perceived in in the black community, um, you know, obviously you're a strong individual here now and Mm -hmm. and sitting with us. But um, how long did it take before you were comfortable with who you were or were you always just like, you know what, bitch, I'm fucking confident like this is it. Mm, ask me in 10 years yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no it's it's funny because i have said recently you know you have homophobia in the black community and then you have racism in the white gay community sometimes sucking a dick is just a reward for all the hatred that we have to put up with okay <laughs> so let me enjoy my moment right now <laughs> yeah yeah you have to oh god and i'll I tell you we did a show down in sierra vista you know Sierra Vista, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. South of Tucson. Yeah. And um, that lineup, it was four gay comedians on an all-black show. Oh, shit. Oh, that's exactly what we said when we pulled up. <laughs> that's exactly what we said. <laughs> we were all looking at each other like, we're going to fucking die down here. Yeah. You, know? you throw on your SWAT gear. Like, yeah, Let's go. you know, I was like, 
And it was so funny because the host goes up and he's trying to get gauge the crowd or whatever, like how far he can go with the, being the gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what made it the room even worse is because it wasn't just a regular stage or whatever. They had us in the middle with the lights turned up and there was the audience 360 around you. So you're playing to an, you're mm. trying to play to an entire room or whatever. Yeah. And so the host, he's going up and he's trying to figure out the crowd and they're, they're with him, but they're not with him. Yeah, yeah. And so I said, you know what? Give me a shot of tequila and let's go. Yes. And I fucking worked. And that shit was so much fun. Really? I, I got them and it was so good because I had always been nervous about doing a black room because I'm like, I'm gay and I know how they feel, you know, because I had a granddad and, <laughs> and he was part of the church. And oh. so I, I understood. But recently there was another comedian who went down there last night and this show that we did was like three or four months ago, and she just did the show last night. And I guess he said there was a heavy set gay guy that was on the show the last time, and he was really funny. So I was like, "Well, I guess that was me." You know, <laughs> I don't, I don't know any other fat black gay comics <laughs> out here in Phoenix right now. Yeah, where you're like heavy set, what the fuck? And then you're like, "Oh, he that, killed it, that, he killed it." But you're like, "All right, I'll take I it." I was like, "I was like, what the fuck?" You know, I'm working on me. Okay, <laughs> bitch, but thank you. I would not say heavy set. Oh. I say I say well built, like a uh, I don't know what what was a prime car Move coming on. out of dishy. <laughs> don't even. I can't. I can't. Don't yes. even try to put it into words, bitch. Oh, thank you, thank you for catching me. Yeah, yeah I, I yeah. got you. Oh, I got you. I okay, I've been doing this for forty-one years. Okay. <laughs> um, bearded top. Is that yours? Yes. Yes? No, well, I bought it. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't implying you stole it, dude. Come no, on. no, no. <laughs> I, I bought it at a bar or something. Yeah. yeah. That's that's a, that's a nice nice hat. Is it is it intended to be how I'm taking it? Uh yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's I I'm, there's those smoking mirrors with, with the hat. But you know, when I get on stage, you know. Yeah, I, I reveal myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you definitely play super cool um, when you're when you're off stage, and then uh, when you get on, you 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 come to life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've I've noticed that. Yeah, because uh, I'm gonna be honest. You know, I hate being around people a lot. So, <laughs> I, it's, you know, I'm I'm single. I'm an only child. When I went to college, I lived at home, so I'm not around a whole lot of people. So when I do my time. I like to be off the stage and be, and last night at Devils, there was this woman, she just will not leave me alone. And I was just like, I was having fun just chatting with the other comics, but she was just like, she was like here. And I was Ooh. like, oh, I gotta go. Was this after your set? Yeah. Oh, okay. So she was like, oh, I loved your shit. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, God, please. Trying to be like too supportive. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. 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 Oh, yes. maybe. I hope. Because she was like all of, like, I had, just said that I would suck every dick in here. Oh my god, why are these women not understanding this sometimes? You know? <laughs> I don't get it. So I don't know. Is there there's just something where like where like a a, a guy is like he's gotta try and turn the lesbian. Yeah, so maybe oh. there's a little bit of that in them and it's like, oh I wonder if I can really rock this gay guy's world. You're a cute girl, but you know, there's just nothing that's ever gonna make me go muff diving. <laughs> Not even if you could go. What 
actress or famous person would you go straight for one night? One night only in Vegas. And it stays in Vegas, obviously. What actor would make you go gay for one night only? Fuck. Exactly. Man, You're on. not even going to answer that shit. Ryan Gosling in the Barbie. God, no. Exactly. That's a fucking stupid straight answer. Okay, so every straight guy would say something like that. Probably. Yeah. I'm a basic straight guy. I'm a basic bitch when it comes to that, I guess. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I try to fancy myself more than that, but no. At the end of the day. No, no. There's, cookie cutter. I, you know what? There, I don't have a lot of uh, straight girlfriends because sometimes a lot of them are really clingy. Mm-hmm. I, I like a straight girl who's like, bitch, fuck you. I'm gonna go get some dick. You know, something like that. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, she kind of has a uh, a male mentality. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, little, a little hunger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like, I'm, you know, that's that's. I'm not doing that gay shit. I'm gonna go get me a man tonight. You know, I like that. I'd be like, well. Okay, you know. Wait, but you like that in them, but you're not like that. You're like, the dick is the last thing on my mind. But you it, like to see that in a woman. I, I do like to see that in a woman because I know that they're not going to be clinging to me, you know, because they're not getting something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I do like my space. That's the only child thing in you. Yeah, I mean, it, it really makes is. a lot of sense. It is. It is. <laughs> I, I was I was a bad only child. Really? Yeah, I was selfish. Because you've been on an episode of, like, My Sweet Sixteen. You could picture yourself being like that? Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I was bad when I was little. Like, um, my mom and dad bought me these Tonka trucks. These really, really nice, like, old school yeah, Tonka yeah. trucks. The ones you see re- being refurbished these days. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I'm talking about I have the dump truck, and then I have the one that has the claw. And when you see the Tonka trucks now... There's too much safety built into it. So it's got this like this gay ass plastic handle that you pull up. I had the old school with the rope that could choke you, Ooh. you know, <laughs> that you turn or whatever. So this one was this one was a safety hazard. I mean, you would need a tetanus shot if you got cut with this yeah, yeah, with yeah. this uh, Tonka truck. And I didn't like the kids from down the street playing with them, so I took them all to my uncle's house when I was six years old Dude. and just left them in his storage room. You had room. A, car- a car garage for yeah. your Tonka truck? Yes. And so when he moved out of that house when I was 25, he was like, you gotta come get your trucks. And they're all in pristine condition. So get the fuck out of here. I know. Where are they now? They're in my, uh, fr- in my office. They're here now? Yeah. All right, I'm going to need to see them. Yeah, this, right? yeah. So I was like, I'm... But that's as far as I'm going, Ray. All right? <laughs> see, this is why I don't have straight boys over my damn house. it. Every straight boy is like, oh, he's just trying to fuck me. <laughs> you... We're going to play that not... angle. I am not. I don't pick up on that. Good. I'm just fucking busting your balls. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sensitive. I could picture that. You guys I'm hard exterior, but you're, it's just a defense mechanism. I, I get real quiet and I move on. I move on real fast. That's the Aries in me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've seen that. I've seen that from you at Devils too, where like somebody was like they they rubbed you the wrong way and you just were like, I'm gonna go inside. Who? I don't remember who it was, but I remember. Please. I remember you. You gave. You did this look you're giving me right now, and you're like, bitch, I'm gonna go inside. <laughs> and you went inside, and you had to cool off. I don't know what you did. Oh, was it that fight? That I got into there? Oh, well, yeah, the Mexican dude. Oh, that was, that was good. Yeah. That made me feel good right yeah. there. That was mm-hmm. fun. That was a fun night. Yeah, you walked right up to him, looked him down, and you're like, give me the mic. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't say give me the mic. I just took it out of his hand. <laughs> yeah, okay. I was ready to fight that night. That was, that's the Detroit in me sometimes that comes out. I seen to. Every now and then, I'm like, where did that, that come from? 
That made me feel like a man. <laughs> that, that, then you got to go find a dick or no? You know, that that has happened a couple times. Like, that happened at Devil's. And then we were at Tempe Tavern one night. And there was this young woman. She was there at the bar in this big, tall, big muscle, like, just fresh out of prison guy was just like wouldn't leave her alone mm-hmm. and she just kept saying leave me alone and she would go and she would walk away and he would follow her and this went on for like an hour hour and a half Jeez. and none of the guys were saying anything so i get up on stage and i had a set that i was going to do and i said ma'am do you need a ride home do you need someone to walk you to your car because you are being accosted right now yeah and Soon as I come, the guy, he heard me say that. He was like, shut the fuck up. And I was like, uh-oh, because this was a big man. This yeah, was yeah, a big, yeah. I went after that little boy at Devils because he was little. I knew I could take him. But this was a big man. And so when I sat down, he comes right around the corner and gets right in my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, And then that's when everybody comes up to my defense. I was like, where were you when this girl was getting accosted? You weren't saying shit. Were you fucking pussies? You know, they just wanted to put uh, put it in their uh, Twitter that they stood up for a gay guy. Yeah, no, no, I'm saying no, no, but because he stood up for the woman that the that the straight guys weren't standing up for. But then I found out that they were actually a couple, and they do that very often at the bar, and that's uh, when I was like, oh, it's because they're white, and I won't do that again. <laughs> That's the role playing. Yeah, it like was. To, they like to role play domestic violence. Well, it was, yeah. and I was gonna get murdered for trying to be chivalrous. Oh, mm-hmm. man. You got to find out. You got to ask them if they have a safety word first. Yeah. Or was, safe word. No. The safety words is Raymond is going to mind his own motherfucking business from now on. Okay? That's probably a good call. It is. It is. Especially in Vegas. You know? And I don't I don't take my gun with me as much as I want to. And I should start taking it more often. You should always have it on you. I'm I should. of the ilk that, you know what? I'd rather deal with the consequences and still be alive for defending myself. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm licensed. There so. you go. Shoot. Actually, I want to get more. Yeah, I do. What do you, uh, more guns? Yes, yes. I, I'm all for it. I think I should be able to buy a tank if I wanted, but go through the proper background checks to do so. Right? Oh, fuck that. You know that's, that's <laughs> that. I I will. I should be able to own if it exists. I should be able to own it. I went and I bought my gun, and um, I bought it, and I was supposed to have all this extra paperwork, and I did, and they were like, ah, get enough. You were you the know? 100th customer that day. So. I did. I bought that bitch, and I was like, you know what? And we went shooting, and I was like, sometimes I like to go to uh, uh, Shooter's World over there on 27th Avenue Indian School. Mm-hmm. And I realized, why am I paying for this when I can actually just shoot in the middle of the street? It's 27th Avenue Indian School. <laughs> who gives a fuck, you know? Yeah. It really is. It's like, who gives a fuck? And I would like, I'll take my gun or whatever, and... I would like to go, I used to go and I would rent the AR-15 and I'm like, I can see why they like shooting up the schools because these are actually kind of fun. Well, they're efficient. I yeah, mean, that's they the thing. Are. They are God, efficient. There's, yeah. there's a reason why they're there and yeah, they're used. That's the next one I want to get. I yeah. know. I've been telling myself that for the past six years and I've, I've yet to fucking pull the trigger on the ant, no you, pun intended. You, you know, you know I, I, Barbies, trucks, guns, all of it, you know, do it all. all. I thought I was freaking spread thin, but you're everywhere. I know, I know. One of these days, I'm going to turn those cars in and I'm going to get myself a pickup truck because that's what I really want. Yeah? What are you doing? Like a Tundra, Tacoma, Raptor? What are we doing? No. What are you doing? A little 96 Ranger? What are we doing? No. What? Those are such lady trucks. Well, that's what I'm saying. I want... 
a Chevy Silverado HD lifted all black with a black matte wrap with black tent windows, black 28, 30 inch rims. I, I want what? a big aggressive pickup truck. God damn. Oh God. It's, I, if you check my Instagram, you'll see it on there. Cause I want it. I was at a mic drop mania and I almost didn't do the show. Cause I almost came over to the hood. Oh shit. <laughs> it was such a beautiful truck. Whose was it? I don't know whose it was. It was just someone who was over there. But now your DNA is on it. It was. It could have been involved in a hit and run. Hey, hey, if if that means I can have the truck afterwards, I'll take it. <laughs> I don't give a shit, you know. Yeah, I love that truck. Imagine that. Hello, Mr. Earl. Yeah, your semen was found at the scene of a crime. Can I have the truck? <laughs> Please? Did they survive? Yeah. I do. That's what I want. That's what I want. That's my dream car. <clears throat> well, there's nothing stopping you from doing that. I say go for it. Other than that's probably like 100K. Mm, yeah, yeah, it really is. That's the only thing that's stopping me. Yeah, yeah, but I think you got enough collectibles, those Tonka trucks. This new job, is it a pay increase? It is. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. But now you're on the strip. Are you a gambling man? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I like to go and put $5 in the penny slots and then go on about my business. Okay, okay. So don't play like the roulette table, blackjack, or card games? Fuck no okay no i don't do that is it too much effort that's where i'm at it's too much effort and you got to sit there with other people and when you're just at the penny (laughs) slot you're doing 50 cents boom yeah but like i have friends just betting curtis jackson's all night that's it that's it i have friends who have gone out here who live here who have gone to the casinos here and have spent five and six thousand (laughs) dollars And I, I'm sitting there like yeah. I would I would take the gun out of my closet and put it to my head, you Ooh. know, if I if I lost that much money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, would. I I can't. I would rather spend that kind of money on a vacation, you know, or something like that. What's your ideal vacation spot? I like going to Puerto Vallarta a lot. Yeah, yeah. Did we we talked about that earlier, didn't we? Yeah, you were talking about maybe doing a show down there. Yeah, but but Ooh. when I got my passport, we went to Thailand. And that was a lot of fucking fun. Because a dollar just goes so far there? That's where I got this. Oh, that's from Thailand? That's from Thailand. the fuck out of here. And that one over there is from Thailand. Over the buffet there. Oh. Yeah. Wait, how did you get them over here? (laughs) That's funny. Because, so we flew into uh, Phuket. And that's where we stayed. Oh, it's not fuck it? It's actually Phuket. That's how they pronounce it. Okay. Yeah, it's actually Phuket. And so, so it, it was so funny because I had gotten my passport and then they were like, we're going to go to Thailand. I was like, I don't really want to go. I want to go to Europe. I want to go to Europe because I want to see the architecture. But because all my friends were like, your money goes so much further. For 10 days, flight and hotel flying out of LAX was $620. Yes. And so you were like, oh, you you stayed in the fucking shack. But no, it it had running water, it had air conditioning, and it had a rooftop bar and they spoke English. So it was it was it was perfect. And so then we were there for like 5 days and then we flew over to Bangkok for a day. And we went over and we were walking down the street and there was these art stores or whatever. I was like, I'm going to give me some art. You know, I'm going to give me some art. 
And so we go into the uh, art store and they had him on a canvas. Yeah. And he took him off the canvas and he rolled him up in the tubes and everything. And then I brought them back. And all my friends were like, you are a fucking idiot. Why would you be dragging that shit all around Thailand or whatever? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then I brought it back and then they were like, you're so stupid. You're so stupid. And then when I bought my house and then I had them rehung and frame, they were like, oh, that's pretty smart. That's yeah. pretty smart. Yeah, that, that came out really, really good. I was like, oh, I knew what I was doing. I really didn't. But I, <laughs> that's the story hey, that I tell. That's it. And then when you, you know, when, when you got a man over, you got some drinks and you know, mm -hmm. oh, where'd you get that? Oh, that's when I was in Thailand. Fuck, so I got a flex. Did that make you hard a little Fucking bit? You're like, yeah, yeah, that makes you want to pull a dick out. I know it. I know it. That's a good story. Yeah, because yeah. I'm thinking at this point, I'm thinking like, oh, you had to like send it freight. It's like no, in pallets. You're like, no, <laughs> and it rolled no. up. But even then, that's still fucking badass. Yeah. Yeah, man. Thailand was a lot of fun, though. Yeah. Oh, God. What kind of trouble you get into down there? I went to one of those ping pong shows. Ooh. <laughs> my boss told me. My boss told me. He's yeah. like, you should go. Because he went when he was a teenager. And he was like, you need to go to a ping pong show. However, when you go, you negotiate the price before you go because they're going to try and overcharge you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I said, okay. And then he also said, make sure you sit in the back because they're going to try and pop those ping pong balls in your mouth. Ooh. And I was like, ew, fuck yeah, I'm going. So mm -hmm. there was 10 of us who went on this trip, but no one wanted to go to the ping pong show with me. So did you end up going by yourself I or you missed by, out? I, I know I went by myself, bro. I was going to fucking do it. I don't, yeah. give, I don't give a shit. And so when I got there, I sat in the back like I, my boss told me. And the woman was on the stage. First thing she does is... She goes up into her ladies, you know, business. She shows you it's real. And, well, I mean, it was Thailand. <laughs> and so she pulls out a razor blade and she's whittling wood on the stage. When she pulled it out from her puss? Yes. Holy yeah. shit. And then the second lady, she puts a straw inside. That's a rape deterrent. Yeah. It, have you seen that? Yes. Oh. Yeah. And then the second lady, she puts a straw inside and she's got a birthday cake and she's queefing the candles out on the birthday cake. Okay. And then I said, I see what I needed to see. Check, please. Check, please. And I'm done. Okay. But it, it, it was it was amazing. And I talked about that in one of the shows after the uh, the trip. And I said, and I had a piece of that chocolate cake. It was a little fishy, but I still ate it. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, Thailand was a blast. Fuck. Yeah, I can imagine. I, I mean, you hear lots of good things. You know, just the food's great. The attitude of the people there. Um, uh, it's, it's awesome. They're uh, very so friendly. Fun. I was drunk from the time the plane what, what do you drink there? Like, what's is it like a rice wine or, or it vodka? It was a lot of tequila and vodka. Like, we would go to the bar and we would get bottled service. Are you and sure was, you just didn't go to TJ, bro? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. So, we I drove from here to LAX and then we flew from here, from LAX to China. And that's 11 hours. And we had a 12-hour layover. So, we got to walk around the city and everything. And I wanted to go see the World Financial Building okay. in China. Yes. And so... Because I, I like architecture. Yeah. So I'm walking the fuck around China. Got my head up, not paying attention. Tripped off the curb. No. Fall right in the middle of the street. And my phone goes flying across. Uh, and I'm like, I am on some fucking CVTV. Big black man falls in China. <laughs> Big scary black man. Big, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then we fly over to Phuket. 
which is another five hours. And I might have eaten some stuff that I probably shouldn't have. Ooh. And um, like we, some bat. What are we talking about? Here? I, no, I, it might have been because yeah. um, this was before I had lost a bunch of weight. But uh, those bathrooms are not made for big boys. Oh yeah. So so you had lost weight. So how 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 much heavier were you then? Uh, a lot. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I I keep my, my my numbers to my doctor and Jesus only. Okay, so uh, but I had to take a shit on a plane. Have you ever have you ever shit on a plane? No, I've been on two airplane flights ever, but I've definitely come on a plane. No, that's a lie. I cried because I was scared. <laughs> you how old are you? I'm thirty five. And you've only ever flown yeah, twice. twice? Yeah. Half a lifetime ago. <laughs> what? Why? Why? Because I'm a broke motherfucker. Oh, let me t- Okay, look. I have flown from here to San Francisco. <laughs> you probably won't go to San Francisco. For like $80 round trip. You can, you can, you can fly for cheap. You can fly for cheap. I love flying. You want to be my travel agent? No, but I'm gonna tell you, I I, so cool. I love flying. I do. I love flying. Yeah. I, if I, I wasn't mean, an engineer or a comedian, I would have been a pilot. Really? Yeah. I, and I know you're like you're gay. You probably would have been a flight attendant. But I would. <laughs> I want. I want to fly to shit. Okay. Yeah. I do. I want to fly to shit. That's what I do when I go into my bedroom. I watch playing documentaries. That's how you set the mood. You're like, watch, they're gonna about to drop a Nola Gay right now. I was like, I was like, that DC ten going down, okay? <laughs> that third engine about to bust, okay? So, oh, w- would you consider that part of your venture in in you know your life to come up is to actually maybe get a pilot's license? Well, okay, so where I work now, there's an airport right across the street, mm-hmm. and so for a hundred dollars, you can do an exploratory flight. Ooh. And one of the student uh, pilots will actually take you up in one of the little planes. Yeah, yeah. And those planes are fucking scary because those are like little two seaters. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, he took me up, and then he kind of flew me around Goodyear a little bit. And he let me steer a little bit. But those planes are scary as hell because they're so small. And because of the jet streams, especially yes. when it's hot, you are you are rocking and everything yeah. like that. And to start to get your pilot's license, you have to fly those little planes. And I want to fly the big planes, but you can't fly the big planes until you fly the little planes. And I don't like the little planes. But that's just like comedy. You have to do the open mics, the shitty bar gigs before you can do the big stages you want to do. Uh, No, girl. Okay. I don't want to fly that little shit. Okay. (laughs) Put me in a 737 or an A320 or a 747 or DC-10 or a 787 or a 777. I want to fly one of those motherfuckers. Or an MD-11 or a 727, those are what I want to fly. I don't want to fly those little planes. But you have to, right? You have to. What if to if what if uh AI and games like get to the point where you can do enough of that and they're like, you know what, this is legit training enough, and then you can leapfrog. You think that No, happen? no. You have to get the real world experience. You gotta get the real world experience. Yeah. You gotta get the real world experience. You need to you need to fly more. Suck are, it up. You two dating? You two, okay, look, you need to get his ass on a plane. Have you flown? Okay, you got to get his ass on a plane, okay? You got to get him on a flight somewhere. You know, if, even if you just, nigga, go to Tucson. I don't give a shit. Get on a plane, okay? 
How about I'm taking my mom to Vegas? Cause, oh, so, well, how about we see you in November? My mom's birthday. Okay. She's turning 60. My sister lives up there. We'll go take her out on the strip. She loves casinos. Uh, we'll catch a show, one of your shows, and I'll make it a point to fly there. You better. But okay. you better be at the fucking gate. Oh, I will. All right. I will. I'll have a sign. Wow. Uh, right, let me make the sign. <laughs> oh, 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 no. Gay casting couch. One. <laughs> I'm going to run to you. Too. Oh, God. I'm going to tell you, though, uh, flying into Vegas is fun. Why? Uh, because you are ready to. Fuck and it's shit only a, up. and it's only like a thirty minute flight, and right? You, you go up and you go down. That's it. You land, and as soon as I land, I'm at the airport bar. Bitch, give me a margarita because we fucking shit up. But then when you're going back home, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like this. <sighs> oh yeah. man, yeah, just that that hangover, and now you're yeah. in elevation, taking you're, in you're radiation. A, you're and... hungover. You're broke. You Thank know, you. <laughs> you didn't spend all your money from the penny slots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the strip clubs, you go to male strip clubs. You prefer male strip clubs or female? Strip I don't like clubs? going to strip. Cl- I, I like going to female strip clubs more than male strip clubs. Yeah, um, but I do like go go boys. I like go go boys at the bar because I like giving them money. But there is a strip club down here that's a male strip club. But they don't serve alcohol. It's because they get completely naked. And I don't like that because the mystery is taken away. And I don't like floppy dicks in my face. Okay? (laughs) I really don't. And I'm going to be honest. Women, they look like... I'm not saying they look like they have more fun, but they're doing more on stage than a man. Yeah. Well, uh, well, let me tell you. I'm Uh, trying to think because I've never been to a male strip club, but... Yeah, I don't know. Well, there was one bar that we used to go to in Detroit all the time. It was called the Gold Coast. Or the the Coke Coast, depending on who you ask. Okay. <laughs> and um, we would go there every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, or whatever. And um, I, I did like my Lebanese men and my Arab men. And there was one, his name was Knight. Mm. And he didn't dance. He didn't do shit. He would just pull his pants down and wrap it around the pole. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. He got a couple hundred dollars from me one night. Okay? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I yeah. think they call that one the Gaza Strip. Is Damn, that- give me something, man. <laughs> well, if it was funny, okay. <laughs> I mean, you're doing the best. You are just now getting back into comedy, so yeah. you are really greasing those wheels right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Right, uh, right now, I'm learning how to finger bang. Still, that's what it is. No, we don't even say finger. It's finger blast. Okay, finger blast. Okay. That, I, I I like to do that. I like to talk about that. Yeah, on stage I do. I've, <laughs> I've been talking a lot about pussy on stage, and it's so weird. You know, like well, and you wonder why this lady was all over your fucking I know, shit. I know, I know, I know. I don't understand. You just you, spent you your do, whole set talking about pussy. I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. So you're talking about margarita. What's your go-to drink to get the night started? Is it uh, like tequila. a margarita? Tequila. Just tequila. I I. I I've, I've fucks with tequila. What about like a um, uh, mezcal? I do like mezcal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I do like uh, I do like Casamigos. Um, I do like um, anything where you have to bend over lower on the shelf to pick up. I'm not fucking with. I'm not. I'm 41. Okay, I'm not doing that that 20 year old shit anymore. I got you. You're just like, oh no, go. no. If I if I have to do this, I'm not gonna drink it. I'll do Don Julio if I have to. You mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm, yeah. Because anything more is just it's just gonna make me sick. Yeah, you mean anything like less, like yeah, cheaper? Yeah, in yeah, yeah. If you can get a handle for five dollars, if you can get a handle with an EBT, I'm not fucking with that. Okay, 
<laughs> is that a thing? I don't know, but I don't want to find, find out. out. Yeah, I yeah. don't want to hang out with that motherfucker, okay? Because we is going to jail, okay? Okay, we not going to make it home, okay? Okay. Yeah, going for fucking $5 tequila. Yeah, and a handle. Circle five, K hot yes. dogs. God, no, I'm not doing that. But I do, I do like Mezcal. Um, I'm d- drinking a Tapa Chico right now only because someone brought this over, you know? But yeah, it's in there. You gotta drink it. What are you gonna do? Let it go to waste? Responsible adult. Uh, well, I'm gonna send him home with you because you know I'm leaving. So yeah, I I do appreciate you making some time. Oh yeah, like, like hey, thank you, because uh, you're a funny motherfucker. I love your fucking attitude, your vibe, just everything you put out. It's uh, I've had very good experiences interacting with you, and like I said, I wanted to pick out that brain a little bit. Okay, and if you want that Lincoln, it's in the garage. Just drop. 1800 McConaughey chores. <laughs> Does it come with the Matthew McConaughey? At least a cutout. No, because it's a 1972. Damn it. It's going to come with um, like a Farrah Fawcett, maybe. <laughs> Does that have, um, would that be a bench seat? Yes, yes. Ooh, see, I got something. Yeah, you that's my not one. A, that's you're, it. you're not a car guy. No, I am not no, a car guy. I, I can talk about cars all day. What's your favorite thing about cars? Did we get to that? Was it the fact that you can just pick up and go anywhere, or was it? Okay, so I I do have a, I do have a weird taste in cars. Like everyone likes, you know, like Porsches, Ferraris, and things like that. I like big drug dealer pimp cars. Ooh. Okay, I want to look like, oh, he's selling these bitches at five dollars an hour type cars. Okay, <laughs> I do. I love me a big pimp car. My um. My aunt was married to a, a drug dealer back in the seventies. Yeah. How old were you? Well, okay, so they were married. In oh, divorce they were before, married. Gotcha. They were married and divorced before I was born. But my aunt, she was married to this uh, drug dealer, and the car that's in the garage now is like the one that she had with him. It's yeah. a seventy-two Continental Mark IV, and the one year that she brought it out for the Woodward Dream Cruise, she had it parked since seventy-nine, and she brought it out for the Dream Cruise in ninety-eight, and they pimped it out like they put the vinyl roof on there. It's got the Continental Tire Kit on the side. It's got the old burglar alarm with the cylinder key. It's got the steel sunroof. And it's got a refrigerator in the back seat. And it's only got from... It's a 1972 and it only has 22,000 miles on yeah, it. Because it gets a mile to the gallon. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and so they parked it and she never uh, brought it out. And I was like... You got to let me have that car. She's like, no, I can't. And so whenever I go back home to visit her, I was like, let me see it. And it's in the garage. And it's got boxes and shit all over it. And I was, Still? Yeah. And I was like, oh. so What's that's it going to take? I was like, can I buy it for 10000 She was like, I'll sell it to you for that. Yeah. But I, I got too much on my plate right now. Yeah. Yeah. So. Once you get settled in. Once you get a house, right? Yeah. Yes. In, in, in Vegas. Yeah. Because I will, that would be my car. If you see that at the show, you're like, "Oh, race here." Yeah, it's not only that, but like that is a car to cruise down sunset. Yes. In, right? like you said, like a big fucking wide, yeah, eight drug miles to the gallon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You start at one end. By the time you get to the other end of the fucking strip, you, you got to fill up. up. You, you got a full tank. You start. It's already at a half. That's what I like. Okay, <laughs> that's what the fuck I like. Yeah. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. You are an interesting motherfucker in that sense, Ray. What else are you into these days? Mm. Let's see. I've, I've been traveling a lot. I like traveling a lot. Um, 
Definitely one awesome. thing I regret not doing, obviously, the flying, you know. Girl, girl, girl. Don't let this life leave you and you haven't explored it. Dude, I'm so scared of that. That's one of my biggest fears. Don't, don't, yeah. don't. That's one thing I appreciate about my parents because my dad was one of nine and my mom was one of seven. And out of them, they were the only two that really left home for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. And so when I moved down here, and my parents divorced when I was 12, but my mom was like, when I said I'm moving to Arizona, she was like, okay, yeah, you know, you got to do it. Yeah. And so she encouraged it because all of my cousins, they all stay and they're still in Michigan. You yeah. know? And I have a cousin now who's thinking about leaving, uh, but I'm like, I mean, I had to do it. And I think I've, You'll learn a lot about yourself when you leave. Yes, yeah. You'll learn a lot about yourself. No, that's my thing for my kids is, um, you know, I hope to put enough away for a college fund. And if you're one of those weirdos that knows what they want to do when they're at age and you want to go to college, cool. Use the money for that. <laughs> I mean, I still got the, the student loan debt. And that's yeah. that's going to come with me to the grave, honey. There you okay? go. Take <laughs> I'm, it. I'm taking that to the grave, okay? Going down with you. I mean, what you going to do? Dig me up and make me pay for it? Yeah. Okay, seriously, okay? No, go. But... You know, if you're going to be one of those weirdos, yeah, go. But my my thing would be go travel the world for two years. Yeah. And then come back. Yeah. Because yeah. nothing's going to teach you more, obviously, about the world than traveling. But like you just said, yourself. Mm-hmm. Putting yourself out of your element. You know, nobody, you know nothing. You might not even know the language. Mm-hmm. And you got to get through. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I should have done. Yeah, I mean, you still got time. I mean. Still got time. Young. I mean, how old are your kids? Seven and eight. Yeah, I guess I got time, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's plenty there for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, traveling, big thing. I was actually, I shot a pilot for a travel show okay. uh, back in February and was really I mean, how the fuck are you going to do it if you don't fly, bro? I mean, what you going to do, travel in your, in, your damn, in your damn Nissan? Okay, I mean, <laughs> where you going to go? Like Tucson? You going to Bisbee, bitch? Okay, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I got to go back to Bisbee next month, man. Gotta Bisbee. No, you got to you got to get those, those wings, okay? Yeah. I got to get the wings. Yeah. A wing suit. So I hiked a iron flat uh, okay. superstition mountain the other day and I was like looking over the edge. I was like, I should get myself a wing suit and figure this bitch out. Oh, you would have been that bitch that would have been in the Titan, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yes. God. Yes. I told her. I was like, I probably would have done that. Like I, if like given the circumstances, yeah, I, I, the explorer mentality is, is burning so far, so much in me like these days. That I, I definitely could see myself like, fuck it. Do you know how many motherfucking movies they made about the Titanic? Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't need to go down there and see that shit. Okay? I need to see it with my own eyes. Okay. All right. See, that's well, the rest issue. in peace. That's okay. <laughs> like when you guys say, you want to see a dead body? It's not like I've seen a bunch on the movies. Yeah, I want to see this oh, fucking yeah, dead body. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. There was a comedian who had posted something on Instagram and he said, and it was so fucking funny. I wish I had thought about it. He said, first of all, black people not doing that because we already have an aversion to free, free cruises. Okay. Oh, yes. Especially across the Atlantic Ocean. Okay. And I was like, damn, I wish I had thought of that because yeah. that was funny. It's but yeah, good. I'm not doing that. Not making that mistake again. Nope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you if you want to catch a slave now, he gonna have to fly first class. So that's the only way you gonna get me. Okay, <laughs> he offered me a free flight. Okay, yeah. oh. and once you land, they got the sign up, and it's not the casting couch, man. It nope. was like you mean I flew all the way here, and I still got to pick cotton. Okay, 
Yeah, you got to pick it, and then they're going to build a Taco Bell right yeah. on top of it. That's what they're going to do. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> um, what shows do you have left in AZ that we can tell people about? Uh, so tomorrow I'm doing a show somewhere. Um, Beautiful. Stay tuned. I, okay. <laughs> uh, I, I forgot where it was. And then on July 6th at JP's Comedy Club, it was going to be my first time headlining there. And when I said that I was leaving, he said, do I need to cancel it? And I said, no. I'm going to make that my freedom farewell show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then hopefully uh, I should be gone by the 10th, 10th or 11th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you you plan on renting this place? Yeah. 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 Do you have anybody lined up yet? No, because I just talked to the realtor on Sunday and he says I got to depersonalize it and start putting stuff away. Gotcha. And no, I'm not reading to any friends. Any comics? No. I was gonna say which comics are you throw. No, no, no. We are, we are, we are vetting these motherfuckers. Okay, I need first, last, middle, second, third, twelve. I need all the rent up first. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm not doing that shit. Okay, okay. <laughs> you gonna need like thirty referrals? Yes. Okay. References. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need some shit. You know. To prove that you can pay for it, yeah. You fly out. Do you uh, do you plan on coming back and doing some shows here? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Because I have one here July 29th in uh, Verado with Tanika Smith, um, and then I have um, I have a couple shows in uh, San Diego at Mike Drop that's coming up on the 11th, the Gay Pride show, and then I was just asked to do two shows on the 29th at Mike Drop in San Diego. Nice. Yeah. So, with that being said, do you fly to San Diego or do you drive? I fly. In? Yeah. Or I'll, or sometimes I'll drive. Yeah. You know, I'd rather fly for sure. And the only reason why I would drive is because if I have to get back at a certain time and the flight didn't work out, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah the, the road is way more open for that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, you stay, you stay fucking busy. I do traveling. That's, That's why good. I don't have time for dick. <laughs> no, no, no Tinder grinder or nothing. I mean, I'm on it, but it's for fun. All right, tell me your worst Tinder online hookup nightmare story. Let's get to this dirty. Let me hike these shorts down, dude. Sorry. There was a, a gentleman that I had met online, and we were conversing yes and he rode the bus from tucson and he wanted to go out to dinner so we went to the restaurant on camelback and central avenue yeah and we were having a conversation and then 30 minutes later he says well my second date is here and he said because i had Ridden the bus all the way up from Tucson. I thought it'd be easier for me to meet two of you at the same time. He was doing his own bachelor fucking... Fuck yes. <laughs> so you know what the fuck I did? When he went over to go talk to that boy, I went over to the bartender, the server, and I said, you can wrap my meal to go, and I'm leaving. Okay? You could tell that bitch I'm gone. Yeah. Okay? So I got my moves over my hammy, and I left. He was literally trying to pull... <laughs> yeah. You see, you went to Denny's. <laughs> I, I'm low maintenance. Yeah, okay? I love it. I like a good conversation. So, so he tried to pull the old like, oh, I gotta go to the bathroom, and then he's on another date, and then it back. wasn't even I'm going to the bathroom. He said I'm gonna go talk to this other man over here, and so I got in my Ford Taurus, 
And I left, and he kept calling and calling. I was like, "That's that's that. that you got some big ass balls." Exactly. Doing that. I'm, yeah. I'm super intrigued with this man's mentality. You yeah. you think this wasn't the first time he's done this? No, this wasn't the first time, but it was the first and last time he ever did that with me. Yeah, and that's why I I have never from that point. I have I, first of all, I've never been in a relationship, and at that Get point, the I was, fuck out. Hold on. I'm gonna stop this podcast right now. You've never been in a relationship. I've never been in a relationship. I've never dated anybody. And I've gone on dates, but I was like, this is just too much for me. This is too much work. And, and I would that, rather be alone. That only child genius. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I'm man. never gonna do that. I'm never gonna do that. Holy shit. Um, would you recognize this individual if they were at the front row of one of your shows? Yes, I would. Really? Uh, this, and this was over 10 years ago. Oh, shit. I know exactly who this motherfucker still looks like. Oh, man, that burned deep. That did. Ooh. I remember I told one boy that I did like him, and it did not work out well in my favor. And so I spent the next two days crying. I was like, oh, yeah, we're not doing that. No. Oh, good. So that that brings up something I've I've heard is that the just the hookup culture in the gay the men, gay men community is just way more just rampant and like a, a, a dumpster fire, right? <laughs> the show I did in Yuma, bro. Okay, so I just happened to be, and it was Yuma, and it was all red. So it was a lot of headless torsos sending me dick pics, you know. So I was like, okay, what does what does your face look like, you know? And this one guy, he sent me a, a dick pic. And um, you could definitely tell that it wasn't the freshest dick, you know? You know, um, you know, you know when you leave a potato out for too long and it sprouts? Ooh. Oh, shit. You know what I'm talking about, girl? Okay. I was like, I'm lactose intolerant, so you're going to need to scrape some of that gouda off. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> it's not even humid. It's a dry heat. And I was like, I was like, <laughs> I was like. Is that the best you could, ma'am? Has he ever sent you a dick pic? Okay, was it allegedly? Okay, good because you can't be when you send out a dick pic. You have to send out the best that you can. Okay, you can't be sending out what he sent me. Okay, <laughs> I mean he had everything in his profile. First of all. One strike against him, he was 23. Too young for me anyway. I don't like anyone less than, you know, 35, you know, anyway. And second, one thing I really liked is that he was like six foot seven. I, I like him tall, you know. But when he sent that, I was just I mean, it was like, well, I guess I'm finished eating my pork torta in my bed. And then I'm going back to Phoenix in the morning. You know? I was like, you know, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I love how every one of your stories wraps up with, I'm going to take my meal. And then, and, and that's why I have later, had later. a problem with food, okay? Because <laughs> Dick has done me wrong, okay? <laughs> but a taco has left me satisfied, Five. okay? <laughs> yeah, that is too funny. I have probably sent five dick pics my entire life. Five, honey, I have an this album, is- okay? I got, you know, just which one do you, do you want a video? You know, I, you know, I. But at this point, I just do it just because it's fun now. Because it's like I'm never going to meet any of these people. I'm, I'm just not. I'm just not going to do that because I don't want to get to know anybody. I don't want to have a conversation anymore. I just, <laughs> I just, I just want to be left alone in my home watching my plane crash documentaries in my bed. More, more. Why I appreciate you setting time for this. Yeah, plane crashes documentary. So what? Why was the Bermuda Triangle such a big thing when we were kids, and now it's just like 
whatever. Because we have bigger shit to worry about today than the fucking Bermuda Triangle. Actually, can you take me to the Bermuda Triangle? Because I want to get away from this shit. Seriously. Okay. You just tell all these guys to meet you at these coordinates and they yeah, fly so, in. So, it's like, oh, let's do it. I don't give a shit anymore. Okay. Where's the quicksand? I'll do that. Okay. It, it's too much going on now. Like... Bermuda Triangle. You went way back. Okay. No one no one is fucking talking about the Bermuda Triangle. Okay. When you got hey. motherfuckers getting into a Titan and trying to go see that Titanic. Okay. <laughs> I am for it. You guys should push the envelope, go explore, be dangerous. You know, went to Thailand. You know, I'm black. I can't swim, obviously. I live up to a stereotype. Do you know, bitch? I took and packed my life vest with me that I bought from Walmart. I put that in the suitcase and traveled with that shit all the way to Thailand. And I was on those boats. Okay? Really? They uh-huh. like, is this a, is this a bomb And I'll tell you, and I'll tell you, that that life vest was tight. Okay? Ah. <laughs> it did not fit. Okay? Oh, no. oh yeah. I'm, I'm going to go travel, but I'm going to travel and I'm going to explore safely. So one of your biggest fears to be in one of your lovely planes and it goes down over the ocean. That would be a big fear. But I'm going to tell you, there was a one plane crash that I really liked. Okay. It was Japan Airlines Flight 611. You were a madman. From 1985. It was. What? Uh, yes, it was a 747. And what happened was, is the pilots, they were flying from uh, Egypt or something. And they were flying back to San Francisco. And a 747, it has four engines. Mm -hmm. Well, you can fly a 747 on one engine. But what happened was one of the engines flamed out. And so the pilots were spending all the time trying to restart this engine. And what happened was is when one of the engines went out, because of all the thrust on one side, it was causing the plane to roll and rotate to the engine that had flamed out. Yeah, yeah. So they didn't realize this. And what happened was when a plane stalls, what happens is a plane doesn't stall because an engine goes out like in a car. It stalls because it breaks the wind or whatever. And so it doesn't have the lift that it does anymore. Yeah. So the plane was going down like this oh, to the end of, in, in, uh, down to the uh, sea or whatever. And so they were calling like the, um, the air traffic controls like we're we flamed out we're we're falling we're falling and because it was diving down like this it was like 10 it was like 10 g's that was pressing up against the people so like a 200 pound man was feeling like a thousand pounds and they were being pressed back and everything like that but as he broke through the clouds he was able to see the sea and he was able to pull the yoke back and bring the plane back out what? The, uh, yes, and that shit. I watched that one at least three or four times a month, just because I just love the way that they were able to bring the plane out of that dive and save everybody. What? Yeah, that one's a that's an amazing Fucking one. Denzel style. And then my other favorite one is Piedmont Airlines Flight Two Twelve from nineteen eighty nine. Wait, wait, hold on. So back to the other one though, real quick. Um, is the you say like to watch that one? Is there? There's no footage of the actual plane. It's just like a reenactment. It's just or? a reenactment. Gotcha. It's a reenactment. Okay, yeah, yeah. But Piedmont Airlines Flight 212 from 1989, it was a 737, and they're still flying 30, 737s now. What happened was, is the engineers or, or their workers or whatever, they got some of the wheel chucks stuck into the landing gear of the plane. And so they took off, but they realized they couldn't get the um, the landing gear back up or down or whatever. 
So what the pilot did is he actually dove the plane down and pulled it back up real fast to get the landing gear out. I feel out. like I've, I've heard of that yeah, one. Yeah. And, and he got the landing gear out on one side. Uh, and he couldn't get the other one. So he did that like three times and he couldn't get it out. So he told all the passengers like, we're going to have to figure this out. Yeah. So what he did was, and there is actual footage of this I one. think I've seen it because didn't he do like three pass-bys like you said, Yeah, right? he did three passes. Like, on I got the chills run- thinking about it. He did three passes and he bounced the plane on the runway to try and get it out he couldn't get it out so he he came up and he said well we're, we're low on fuel so he turned the plane around and he comes back down he bounces it again and he does it he's like we're low on fuel we're just gonna have to land on these two landing gears and he landed and he um what happened was is he turned off the traction control on the plane and that allowed it to skid down the runway and it saved everybody Dang. that was one of my favorite ones too that i like to watch that yeah. is imagine that and then the pilot you just get out and you just have like the fattest cigar afterwards. A fucking like, hero. A yeah, fucking sucking it down. And see, that's what I would like to do. I would like to be a plane crash pilot that saves everybody. Yeah. That, I mean that would be dude, like what's is there a bigger high than that? Well, no, because you you're like, I fucking saved everybody. <laughs> Who's gonna suck my dick? <laughs> okay. Okay. Or, I don't even give a shit who it is, okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's on the way on the way down yeah, the yeah, slide yeah, go, go, go. a little you survived yeah yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> i mean it's only right you know mm-hmm. come on you, you survived yeah. okay would you rather be in hell or just to taste a little bit of this dish yeah, yeah you know you know <laughs> fucking wild man dude <laughs> that is good Actually, I had a friend who survived a plane crash. He was in the military. That was the one I went out to dinner with tonight. Oh, and, really? Yeah. And so he, he was like, yeah, because so, he was in the military and the plane went down or whatever. He was the one that got most injured, but he's good now. This was yeah. like, like 10, 15 years ago. And so he told us, I was like, you have to tell me everything. What happened? Yeah. And he was like, it just ran out of gas or something like that. And it crashed or whatever. I was uh. like, oh, God. That's an amazing story that you can tell people. Yeah, you're going down. I mean, come on. You're not, we're not supposed to be flying, right? Yeah. You know, like the bodies didn't, weren't built or weren't evolved to do that. And yeah, here we are. Yeah, I'm like, you survived a plane crash and I went and saw some bitches whittle wood out of razor blades from their pussies. Okay, <laughs> our stories are not equal, okay? <laughs> yeah, but that, you're, I mean, I guess they both bring up imagery that is fucking intense. Yeah. But uh, yours is definitely fucking wild, dude. Like, come on. God, that was fun. Yeah, because somebody planned that. They planned to pull a razor blade out of their pussy. Like, they weren't planning to crash, you know? Okay. So there is that difference, but for sure. Is that something that you think you could ever do? That's a real woman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were definitely not real women then. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they had a couple of, um, what are those called, retractors in there? Oh, God, it was, God, Thailand was full of those lady boys. How many ping pongs could they shove up there? What's the record? I, I don't know, but like like I said once, I saw her blow the candles out on the birthday cake with the, her queefs. Yes. I got all that I needed. Okay. This was just pure research. What does it smell like in there? It was actually, you know, oh God, it, it actually smelled fine, but I will say that I have gone. Have you ever been to Highlighter on uh, Camelback and 12th Street? No. Ooh. ooh. What is this place? Oh, it's a, it's, a, it's a female strip club. Okay. It's oh. a female strip club. Uh, when that vent turns off, you know, <laughs> you can tell all oh. oh, these women were working today. Okay? Oh, shit. Okay. But I tell you, they make a good steak. <laughs> what? 
Strip club food? Yeah. No shit. Yeah, that was some good steak. I met my cousin there, and uh, women were coming up to me. Hey, baby. And I was like, no. And he was sitting there getting a lap dance. And, oh, she was an aggressive woman, too, because she was a white girl with this big ass and everything. He liked that, you know? And he had a steak. And I was sitting there eating the steak while this bitch was <laughs> clapping his her cheeks in his face or whatever, you know? Just picture you sitting there. I'm like, <laughs> are you almost done? Okay, you know, can I get some steak? sauce when you done it <laughs> you take your steaks well done ray oh, oh god no yeah how black do you think i am i was i was gonna say no no i like it i like the cow to walk up to the table and i bite his ass okay Ooh. i like i like it medium tartar i like it medium i uh, have had tartar before really yeah i'm always i always feel like like a caveman doing that <clears throat> oh god we went to vegas with a co-worker and um we uh, for a show or whatever. And uh, we went to a really nice steak restaurant at the hotel. $80 steak on the company dime. Ooh. I get my filet mignon medium. He orders a filet mignon. Well fucking done. They told him, sir, we're going to have to cut it in half and cook it. He was like, okay. I was like, you spent $80 for some fucking jerky, bitch. Yeah, okay. exactly. What? what a waste. What was he saying? He's like, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I don't, I don't like it. I, I it's don't like icky. it. It's icky. I was like, you are a faggot. Okay. <laughs> I didn't, that's all the confirmation I needed. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm done here. Sure. Yes. Yeah, was, yeah, it was a waste. And then you went on your second date. <laughs> I did. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the last time you were in Vegas, you went to go kind of scope stuff out. No, so I went to, okay, so I did the two shows at JP's, and we got on the road at 3 a.m., got there at 7.30, went on an interview at 10 o'clock, and then came back to the hotel, and then my friend was like, let's go to the pool party. It was a gay pool party. Bitch, I was so tired. I was sitting at the pool, on the edge of the pool, just falling asleep. Oh, like, shit. Yeah, it was bad. Damn. It was bad. It was bad. Nobody just threw, no six, seven dude just threw you over his no, shoulder. No, my friend just kept, Raymond, wake up. And I was just, oh, that was my government name. Sorry. And so he just kept throwing <laughs> water on me. I was like, I'm so, honey, I am tired. Yeah. So we went back to the room, took a power nap, and then uh, we went out for the, uh, and that's when I ended up doing the show at um, uh, Jimmy Kimmel's Club. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, oh, that was, was that so cool? good. Fuck yeah! And it was unexpected. And I have to give a shout out to Mary for that one. Ooh, Mary yeah. Upchurch. Yes, uh, yeah. I made that connection. Yeah, shit, Mary. Yes, yes. Um, um, what was I gonna say about the gay gay pool parties? Do you prefer gay pool parties? Obviously, being that as far as like. Like the whole environment of it. Is it is it more wild or just a regular pool party? It really is not that much more wild than you would think. Yeah. You know? Um I mean I mean, no one is coming up and be like, Oh, let me see that dick, you know, whatever. I mean <laughs> someone are depending on who the man is or whatever, but no, I'm just sitting there and I'm just like, Can I get another cocktail, please? You yeah. know, and there's are there chips and dips somewhere? Because, you know, a bitch would like a snack. Okay, yeah, seriously. Yeah. And I would feel like, yeah, the snack game is definitely on point at, like, a gay pool party. It, oh. can, <laughs> I t- can I tell you? Please do. Okay. So every year we do uh, Gay Pride out here in Phoenix. Uh-huh. And it's we do comedy at, and you would probably, probably really like this. We do comedy in the erotic world tent 
every year. And you have to be 18 and over again there or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the guy who runs that tent for the um, the pride or whatever, he, every Sunday, has a pool party in his backyard. Oh, nice. So a lot of us comics had went over there the first year that we did it. Yeah. And he had, you know, food set up and everything, you know. Yeah. And so my friend and I, we go and... You know, we're, we're going to get some nachos. We're going to get some hot dogs. And then we walk further into the back and everyone is fucking naked. Okay. Oh. You know, oh, we're like, oh. And then there were tents set up in his backyard. Uh. There was one where you could smoke weed. Yeah. There was another one where there was porn. And then there was one with a massage table. And then there was another one with a sling in there. And we were like, oh. Hey. Damn. And so I am sitting at this damn nacho table trying to make my nacho. Okay? Yeah, yeah. And there was a guy over in the corner in the house with this huge ass black dick. Okay, and this thing was ginormous. He was just swinging it around, you know. And he was like, "Oh my god, I'm starting to pre-cum." And I was like, "Please, not in my nacho." What he said, he was about to pre-cum. Yes, Whoa. yes, goddamn. Yes, and I was sitting there, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And so my friend and I, it was three of us that went, and the third friend, he's a little bit more um uh out there, like uh, uh more of an exhibitionist. So he started taking his clothes off, and my friend and I was like, "Okay, we're done." And we left. It was like it was too much for me. It was pushing it. It was pushing it. I just wanted some nachos. Okay, I don't like dick in my nachos. Okay, I'm serious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because a lot of people just have the, I guess the, the the idea or the misconception that it's just like it's a it's just free for all. You love everything, like oh, just the openness, the like the aggressive nature of it, and you're just like, no, man, bitch, check yourself. Yeah, check yourself. I mean, I still go to a bathhouse. I mean, I'm not a total prude. Yeah, no, but like you would you would, you hear about like it's just it's just fucking wild. Well, let me say this: I'm gonna separate my dick from a food. Okay. That's a good point. Yes, yes. But you eat a steak at a strip club. <laughs> but that was pussy. Okay, so that wasn't the same. Okay, that wasn't the same. Yeah. And that steak was seasoned very well. Okay? And, and they weren't shouting, "I'm about to pre-cum." Yeah, exactly. I cannot believe. I will never forget that. And then we saw him in Palm Springs a few years later. Oh, shit. And yeah, yeah. Still trying to come. Yeah, yeah. And he was on. He was playing both teams. I was like, "Well, get Whoa. it," you know. So it's like. I just cannot get that image of him just swinging that thing and just, <laughs> you, you, it was like spinner. You know, when you make, um, you know, um, uh, cotton candy. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was like. Okay. That's yeah. what it was like swinging. Yeah. Okay. Damn. It was cotton candy, but it was cum. You know? And I was like, I don't, I don't want this on my nacho. Cotton okay. candy. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> God, I, I just, I just keep revealing all this, but you know, do you re- okay you're straight so you probably don't know this but there was a syphilis outbreak going on around here no i didn't know okay that. yeah you don't know that so um the friend had gone back to that party or okay. whatever yeah and so he had to get the uh uh because we're gay you know syphilis is a little easier for us to get or yeah. whatever so you could always tell the mark of a homosexual because we were getting that second shot right here in the forearm or whatever uh. and so when we went down there to get our vaccine, the first thing they said, were you at so-and-so's pool party? Yes! (laughs) Patient zero, the fucking epicenter right there. I'm like, no, but my friend had to go get 
he got it first because he went to that pool party. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, that shit's hilarious. Damn, they knew. They were like, but hey. I went down there to get the vaccine. But I mean, that's that, honestly, it is a good thing that they're like, hey, if you were here, yes. go get it checked out. Instead of like not knowing, like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> no, not so it was monkeypox. It was the monkeypox outbreak. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, that, that shit was so. When we went down there to get our vaccine, it it was like Charlie's. Okay, I was like, it was so many of us homosexuals down there. I was like, they need a DJ down here at the county. <laughs> little re- okay, little yes. reunion. Yes, I was like, girl, what you doing, girl? I want to party this weekend, so I'm getting my shot. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is it? What is the what are the the side effects with the shot? Is it like you're gonna be like sick for a little bit and then you're good to go in like three days, two days, or is it just kind of like, hey, it's just there for whatever? Girl, straight from the county to Charlie's. Okay, Ooh. seriously. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Thank you. Uh-huh. Just get right back in. Get right back into it. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't really. <sighs> Modern medicine. <laughs> I know. Like I'm on prep. I'm on prep just so I can fit in. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just want part of the group. Okay, yeah. I really do. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, you've made me feel very comfortable, Ray. Okay, good. You're a fucking great orator. And this will be the last time you'll be at my house before I'm gone. I know, right? I know. Unless I'm... I convince some comics to fake their background checks, and then we could throw gay parties in the back. I know every fucking comic here in Arizona. There is not one of you motherfuckers coming over here. <laughs> no, honestly, I don't, I don't want to rent to anyone that I know because no, you know, yeah, I watch too much Judge Judy, and that's that's a no no. <laughs> That's a no no. <laughs> you don't want to be on. Judge I, Judy. I don't want to be on Judge Judy doing a bit up there while you're trying to. No, 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 no. She, she, she. I get a lot of my life advice from Judge Judy. Yeah, yeah. That's why I don't date. Don't lend money. Don't lend money if you want it back. It back. Yes. Yeah, okay. That's a big one. And don't throw good money after bad. And uh, don't rent to family and friends. More life lessons from Ray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here on the podcast and on stage. Yeah. <laughs> Um, do you have any beef with any comics? No, no. And I'm going to tell you right now, don't have beef with comics. Yeah. No. Because you never know who is going to be there to give you your next opportunity. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you, oh, that's a lie. I do have beef with one. Okay. <laughs> I'll edit this out. Right? No, like, no. Um, I don't edit shit. No, no, we did have beef, but it wasn't. It wasn't about coming. It was just how he was making uh, me feel personally or whatever. Uh, yeah. And I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't nasty towards him or whatever, but I just removed myself from that friendship gotcha. or whatever. And I don't, I don't talk bad about him behind his back or anything like that. But if you can, don't have beef because you don't know who is going to be that person that's going to give you your next opportunity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if you want to get booked, you're going to be like, well, that bitch was said this behind my back and all this other stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you, and then you'll go, uh-huh, and then you might talk to the, I don't like that motherfucker. You know, whatever, but you don't be out in the streets doing that, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Captain Skulls or anything. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Because I, I have seen the downfall of that shit from doing comedy for almost 11 years. And it's not good. It's yeah. not good. You can see that. What's uh, what's uh, your top three favorite clubs out here? There's only three clubs out here. It's fine. No. You hear the music playing right now? Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we don't get canceled for playing that. No, no. Uh, so uh, I used to love to go to Newtown a lot because my uh, one of my best friends, he was a DJ, Newtown and he used to have disco nights every Friday. Ooh. So I used, I, I'm stuck in 1978. So I used to love to go there. Uh, Charlie's, it's okay. I've gotten too old; those kids are too young. So I do loop and leaves. So I walk in, make a loop, go home, go to the taco stand, or go home. Um and then loop and leaves, goddamn it! 
Yeah, yeah. I gotta use that. Yeah, and then actually, I like having fun. I like going out to Char, uh, out to uh, Scottsdale to some of the bars out there because I have a lot of fun out there too. Yeah, but sometimes I get a little too drunk and mm. I fall, and then. I have the evidence of what my white pants look like after falling somewhere in Charlie, uh, out there in Scottsdale somewhere. Yeah, white pants? I had on white pants. I thought I was looking cute. And then I came home and I was like, why is, why is my hip hurt? My elbow hurts? And I looked at my pants and it was just dirt all on the side uh, of me. I was like, I fell somewhere. Like you slid into third base? I, yeah, I fell somewhere. I, I made it home. That was a $150 uh, Uber from Ooh. Scottsdale to here. But I made it home. Yeah. But yeah, I don't... I don't really go out to the bars out here too much anymore. Hmm. I have my white pants. You JPs? You're doing JPs still, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, July 6th will be my last. July 6th. I'll wear my white pants today. Okay. I got to go. I got to do it. Um, if you can, go to his open mics as much as you can. Yeah. Showcase yourself. Because his club... I, I love JPs because... When no club was around here really giving me an opportunity, he allowed me to really free be myself on his stage yeah. and allowed me to become a feature comic there. And I do, you know, every third week there. And it's five shows. And it's always good exposure, too. And it helps you work on material. So yeah. if you can do that, I would suggest you do that. I have heard good things about him from from uh, a couple of parties I went to from like just just fans of yeah. like just comedy. They're like, hey, have you heard of JP? Yeah. You go there. Like we met them. I He actually came to my work and handed out some cards. So mm-hmm. I've met him before. And then I've got a couple of mixed reviews from certain comics that aren't really heavily in it. So I just think it was just their kind of jadedness. Yeah. Um, and then um, I've, I've definitely been intimidated with like the like if you want to hit this open mic, you know, with like the listen, you should show up here, show up there, show up there. Because mm-hmm. I just don't feel like I'm at the level right now with my comedy where I can invest anything more than I'm already doing. Um, but that, what you just said, it definitely gives me confidence to go to a, a club like that. And just honestly put myself out there. I don't ever want to hear you fucking say that again. <laughs> I am not at that level. You are never going to be at that level until you do it. Until you do it. Yeah, yeah, you got to do it. Because there was another young comedian here. And he says, oh, I'm not really trying to get booked on any shows until I move to Austin. I was like, that is the dumbest shit I have ever heard. You might not get booked, but you hit every open mic that you can because... Mm-hmm. Open mic and a book show, there are two totally different animals, mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm. They are. Open mic, you're trying to work out new material. A book show, you're trying to create a stage presence or whatever. So you keep doing those open mics until you get booked or whatever because that's just going to help you grow. Yeah. So don't ever say, I'm not at that level yet because that's what hindered me. Cause I didn't feel, I still don't feel confident when I get on stage. Sometimes get out of here. No, I just, I'm just, I'm just. When people say, "Oh, you're so funny," I'm like, I'm just loud. That's it. I'm just loud. (laughs) It's just so crazy to hear, um, to hear people that you know, like, uh, like I would just say that you look up to in an industry that you're trying to break into, that you're trying to do something in, and then just to hear where it's like, you know, to say like that, I'm not that confident, and it's Mm -hmm. like when when people are looking up to you as in, in someone. It, that they're aspiring to or like in our situation where I'm like, I see you on stage. I'm like, Dad, man, just so like, so like comfortable up there. And then for you to be like, yeah, I was kind of nervous. I was like, what? Yeah, I do. I still get nervous. And 
part of me likes still being nervous because yes. it means I want to put on a good show. Fuck, you know what? That's that you bring that up too because someone had had asked me though, like you know, stand up, like, oh, do you get nervous? I was like, yeah, yeah. I, get, I don't think I would want to do anything if I'm not nervous. Because once you start losing that nervousness, it's gotten too easy and it's not fun anymore. It's not fun. You're not challenging yourself. You're not, challenging you're not yourself. pushing it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and then, and then that's where you can just start viewing viewing it in a cynical or jaded way. Yeah, and then you're like, I don't need to fucking leave to go and expand on it. Oh, gotta, you gotta book that flight. Yes. <laughs> oh, and I'll definitely say this. You know, if you can get onto different comedy festivals, that's a beautiful way of networking. Yeah. If you if you travel anywhere, you get on that city's open mic Facebook list and you see where those open mics are because you want people to see you because if you can get a chance to get on a show out of state, I mean, you can do so much here, but if other people outside of different state sees you yeah. that's always good also it's always good yeah. Yeah, well i was in a band before i started comedy oh, so again well, then so, you fucking know yeah, yeah you know yeah it, it definitely it was strenuous to do to do all that traveling with yeah. with what i had it going on but um it was it looked really good people yeah. were like wow you guys are playing exactly you know, new mexico california yeah you know, and it's like it looks very good and yeah. but the biggest thing was to be able to go rub elbows with other bands exactly. and comedians and just yeah. make those connections exactly that's yeah. how i got a show i did the um i did a comedy festival in florida mm, it was it was all right yeah first of all it was florida and uh it was in pensacola and it was fun you Mm -hmm. know it was all right but then i went to new orleans and did their comedy festival and that shit was lit from beginning to end i had the best time there and one of the bookers from san francisco saw me and asked me to do his show in san francisco and i'm like i wouldn't have gotten that if I didn't network out yeah. there, you know, and that's, and if you want to be a road comic, if you want to be the next Matt Rife, you're going to have to do shit like that, you know, but I don't, I have to work hard because yeah. I don't have a jaw like he does. <laughs> Is it, um, he gets a lot of hate, right? He does, you know, and um, a lot of his jealousy Am I jealous? Yeah. Fuck yes. Yeah. yeah, fuck yes. But I'm trying to use that as, you know, motivation to exactly. do something. Exactly. That's yeah. all it should be is be like, you know what? Um, my, what I've been kind of like thinking like the last two years, like a mantra or like just a saying that sits in my head is be undeniable. Yeah. be Just be undeniable. Then at that point, nobody ha- can say anything to you. So just work at your craft and work on yourself uh-huh. to become undeniable and then there's nothing that people can fuck with you so if you're not if you're not at the level that you want to be you still got work to do it is so funny i have posted matt rife's picture on my facebook and all i said was what do we think mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and it was being a little shady you know it was being jealous because i was yeah. i still am because he's blowing up and he's doing amazing things or whatever yeah. and there was a guy who i have never spoken to on Facebook, at the bar, in these streets, slides up into my DMs like, who is this? You need to post his name because you don't know how hard he's trying to get a book and because he's so, uh, he looks really, really good and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it's Matt Rife. He's the Beyonce of comedy right now. How do you not know who this is? Because he's a photographer at Charlie's who is, uh, he's always 
taking pictures of all the young bo- of the young dancers and the young go-go boys or whatever. Gotcha. So he's trying to, you know, he's being a little, not nasty or whatever, but he's got an ulterior motive or whatever like that. And I was just going, LOL, I mean, he's Matt Rife. Yeah. He was like, well, he might be trying to get bookings or whatever. I'm like, he sold out eight shows at Stand Up Live in 10 minutes. Okay? Exactly. Seriously. And then he blocked me. <laughs> because, like, yeah. I was uh, like, man. wow. Wow. Yeah, just take it. Just yeah. be like, oh, my bad. My, I misspoke. Yeah, you know, no, like, no. no. You can't do it. I kept those screenshots. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you always got to have your defense lined yes, up. I, I, did. Did. Yeah. I, was, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't yeah, believe just, it. That's your bets. Um, when are you done done with work here? Uh, July 7th, next week. So you'll have two or three days to kind of just fuck around, but Ray Earl doesn't fuck around. I know. I'll be here packing shit, you know, putting memories, because I've only been in this house for three years. What are you doing with these Thailand paintings? Are you taking them? I'm taking them. Yeah. I'm taking them. You got them. Mm-hmm. You got them. Then you can flex on them up there. Oh, on my... Uh... On my eight hundred dollar two bedroom apartment across the street from the <laughs> from the uh, needle exchange, oh, okay. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so like it. yeah, you gotta land where you can land and just work exactly. it up there, Exactly, exactly. That's the beautiful thing about doing something and just um, being a little lost and learning and and also sucking at something like stand up or I equate it to like golf because I got into golf heavy like the last uh, three or four years. And it's just, it's beautiful to see your growth, mm-hmm. man. It, it, it feels good. It's like, you know, if I stay the course, I'm just going to progressively get a little bit better. And then you look back and you're like, look at where I was. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, yeah. there's a beauty in that. You know, I call this, uh, um, when I was going up on stage before, my name, I, I went by my regular name, my, my full name or whatever. But within this last year and a half, I switched it to Ray Earl. I mean, that's my first and middle name or whatever mm-hmm. and so because i was like there's a change coming you know and um when i turned 40 and i just turned 41 i was like this is my second act you know this is this is a change right now mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. i was like we, if i don't do it now you know when am i gonna have this next opportunity and i mean it's just vegas but i mean you like, don't know what it brings I, you don't know what it brings you do not I have know to make what it, it brings. i have to make this uh make this change yeah because I, I talked to people like in the in the band like we we had um agreed to do this online streaming interview show mm-hmm. where we performed and we got interviewed and it was a cool opportunity but then right after that we got an opportunity to play on a cruise and get paid mm-hmm. and get paid and unfortunately we had to turn down the cruise gig because we had already made this commitment to this interview show and and we didn't want to like hey you know we're leaving you hanging without a gas because it was a weekly thing and um so we missed out on this opportunity for uh, the cruise gig and and i guess maybe we got nicks from ever being asked again right who knows but in in us playing that online streaming show i met a good friend of mine now adam carter who then led me to film this pilot for the travel show that okay. I was in. Okay. So it's like, you don't know you how don't shit's going to play out. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. and here I am fucking, they, they filmed me hiking uh, Picacho Peak. We went to the Air and Space Museum, which you would love, in Pima. Mm-hmm. And then we went down to a winery. Oh, I definitely wanted to go there. Yeah. 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 We went to a winery afterwards, and I was like, I wouldn't have had that experience if I went on the cruise. It's not only fans, is it? Which one? Uh, this travel show. No, no, no. I support small business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
No, it was for an ad that was out for a brand USA, but we never heard one thing or another after we submitted it. I don't know what the fuck it was about, but it was an experience. Uh, yeah. And, and I still, the opportunity that it could have brought and what it did and just, just that opportunity alone of filming a show. Like, exactly. Like, I feel in my element here having a conversation, a back and forth with you, and I feel comfortable in this realm um, with with guests. But then, being in front of the camera for like an for like a, a travel show, a show where it's more bullet points. I like these long, drawn out. I can just shoot the shit and like let, allow my mind to go where it needs to go, just to work it the thought out. But with those, you have to be like bullet points, mm-hmm. like condense it. And I had such a tr- such a hard time with that. What's your ultimate goal with comedy? Um, that I guess is something I still haven't figured out entirely, but yeah, I would like to sell out shows. For okay. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would love to just go out there and, and just put my perspective out there and be able to connect with people like mm-hmm. this. I, I'm very intrigued by the, by the human experience mm-hmm. and just being able to, uh, pick, pick, uh, the minds of people I find interesting. And like mm-hmm. I said, if I feel like I can learn something from this exchange and how you think, then it's so easy to share it and somebody else can learn from it too. Exactly. That's, that's what it is. Cause at the end of the day, like I've, I've gotten more close with people in the last handful of years of going through my biggest struggles, you know, mm-hmm. uh, affair, divorce, you know, um, you know, having kids that I don't see all the time, mm-hmm. you know, going through a band breakup, uh, getting a DUI, like all this shit, but sharing that and being raw and honest with it allows me to get closer to people honestly Mm -hmm. like you would think that people are just like will shun you off from like all these you know bad decisions Mm -hmm. or just bad luck or Mm -hmm. just like don't want to be around this guy you know but it's actually the opposite people appreciate the raw vulnerability Mm -hmm. and and i think we connect a lot more on our struggles than anything else and i love to watch people succeed i mean nothing encourages me more than to want to go and do something like when I see like a good special, like I, I I just watched Baby J, uh, John Mulaney's okay. new special. Bruh, I just I, I just makes me want to go right. It makes me want to get on stage. And that's it's what, so fucking good. That's what every comedian should do. Like you should be watching a comic and just be like, fuck, I need to do you. more. I didn't mean yeah. to write more. And you, more. you see Matt Rife selling out. Boom. I, I need to I need to go congratulations awesome I hope that's me one day okay you know you, you, you allow yourself to be in your feelings but you only be in your feelings for 10 minutes and then you yeah. bitch you get to work exactly be in your feelings don't shove it away don't drink it away don't do anything feel it acknowledge it and then allow yourself to process it whatever that takes for you mm-hmm. and then and then say okay let's put that away exactly and let's go yes yeah but yeah you can't just shove shit away either I mean <laughs> Ray, Ray, you can't just shove I, shit away. I, I, I'm pretty good at that, though. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's not something I'm proud of, but I, I know how to bury stuff and just move on. You know, I get you. Yeah. I feel like I am pretty good at yeah. compartmentalizing. Oh, yeah. But but I, I think we do need to be able to really to really heal and get past something. You have to like. And, and that's honestly what comedy has done for me. Allowed me to heal and move past stuff. That's great, man. Uh-huh. It's so good to hear that. Uh-huh. Yeah, because you, you people just think that you're going up there just to shoot the shit and trying to be funny. And you are trying to be funny. But at the same time, it's like I'm I'm trying to be raw and, and, and work something out with you guys as well. Mm-hmm. You know, that's see my style of comedy. I call it breaking the fourth wall comedy because, you know, a lot of people say, well, crowd work is lazy. And I can understand why people say that because it's not material that you're doing. However, it allows me to connect with the audience on a personal level. And being someone who's black, 
gay, you know, there's going to be a white straight male audience member who isn't going to relate to me at all. But if I connect with them on that personal level and getting in their face is not really being aggressive, but I want you to see me. And then they see me, and at the end of the show, they come up to me and say, that was actually pretty funny. Yeah, you know? it humanizes and, you. Yes, exactly. You know, because in, in, in a lot of people's minds, you know, just seeing, seeing us, like, from a distance, we are um, we are a caricature, or we're something else in their mind mm-hmm. until we open our mouths. Because I, I love that, because I, I work in the music industry, sell instruments, and mm-hmm. our main clientele is older white men. You know, mm-hmm. it's been like that since I was fucking 20, mm-hmm. you know, and... And so I've had to relate to that crowd a lot. And, yeah. and it's always it's always nice when you're able to break down any presumptions they might have already. And exactly. they're like, oh, shit. OK, yeah, yeah. You, you, you got a head on your shoulders. I misjudged you this and that. Mm-hmm. I love to prove people. I know when I started wrong. talking about trucks and guns and I have and everything, they're like, oh, you're, you're not just a faggot. You know, it's like you're, yeah. there's different layers. You're an onion. OK. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I can appreciate appreciate it, Rich, is that you 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 have these interests and these unique interests that allow you to view the world a little bit more differently. You're not just taking in, you know, pop culture. You're not just taking in just just mm-hmm. the easy media, right? You mm-hmm. you you. I mean, you fucking built that. I don't think I could build that <laughs> Lego thing. I know it was it was three days, and if you pop the hood and you. Roll it back and forth. The pistons of the engine move up and down. Shut so, up! so that was that was my my cousin when she came. Uh, she had brought her son, and he was like eight years old. He was like, "Can I help?" And I was like, "Uh, no." You know, I'm I'm, I'm, so, I'm so fucking selfish. You know, no. but you know, it was it was a lot of work. No, know? for that, my kid comes in and be like, "Hell no, man! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm I'm on a serious project. It looks like, like a toy, but it's not these toy. are Ray toys. Okay, yeah. so I bought him Legos. Like you can play with these Legos. That's my Lego." Okay. But hey, Uncle Ray, those are looking those, nice. Those are those are my Legos. And then when <laughs> I had friends over, they were they were messing with them. I was like, okay, what's a what's a friend that when they come over, you're like, oh, I got to put some shit away because they're gonna fuck this up. Who's that? Who's this motherfucker? You got to You got to childproof your it house. It was for. actually a cousin. Was it a cousin? Yes. Yeah. It was a cousin, and um, and it's not even a toy. It's. The dish on my dining room table yeah. that I, I, I put away uh-huh. because it was a very expensive bowl that I bought. And I I could see him getting a little drunk. And uh-huh. and I'm not even, I never even seen him do this, but it was just something that was like, I don't even want to chance it because sometimes he could be a bit of a hater. And <laughs> if he knew about this bowl uh, what it meant to you like what it cost what, what it, it cost and what it meant to me oh shit because I um, there was this um, series on Netflix that came on it was about Halston and Halston was a big fashion designer in the 70s and gotcha. 80s okay. and Elsa Peretti was his jewelry designer who designed this bottle or whatever and she made all this jewelry and she made these bowls. She made all this stuff for Tiffany and company. And I bought the bowl at Tiffany. And yeah. So, oh. and um, I was like, I kept thinking, I could just see it in my head, him breaking this bowl. And it was the last one that they had. <sighs> and me being fucking. And the only reason why I did that is because I had a computer and I let him use it. 
and he poured water all over the keyboard. You know, what do you mean like on accident, or he got mad at the computer? I don't know. Ah. So I was just like, I'm gonna put this bowl away, and yeah. And then I, when he came to visit, I let him borrow the other car, and he didn't put gas in it and all that stuff. It was just, oh, it was just, it was just all this little shit that just kind of, it was just all this little petty shit that kind of just, you know, just turned me off. You know, yeah, it's not petty. It's yeah. just freaking human decency at exactly. that point. You know, yes, yeah. Our car. Don't speak anymore. <gasps> all right, all right. Well, we won't, we won't name them. One of your cousins. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like all your cousins were only childs. It's, 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 it's coming no, down. No, I'm the only one that's an only child. That's the only childs, only children. Yeah, I'm, I'm the only one that is one of one. <laughs> Bro, that's how fucked up you are. Your parents are like, yeah, one. That's yeah, good. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it, yeah. It, well, okay. It was like they tried twice before me, and after me there was the doctor was like there's you you won't you won't be able to have anymore mm-hmm. yeah so can i call you a charm third time's a charm i guess you can or you can call me this is what we got <laughs> 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 oh man it's like you're last in line at like the secret santa yes <laughs> like, yes <laughs> yes fuck all right yep uh, give, me, well, give me the grinch <laughs> well uh, we wanted a boy and we wanted a girl so i guess we'll get both in one okay so so why the Grinch? Do you uh, see a lot of yourself in the Grinch or any particular story behind that one? When I worked for the movie theater when I was 16 yeah, and the movie came out, um, he was one of the uh, props at the movie theater. And when um, the movie was over, they said, does anybody want this? And I've had this since I was 16. Yeesh, dang. Yep. 16. Yep. That's one of the Grinch. So. And I've. He's seen all kinds cr- of dirty shit. I, I put him out for Christmas, and I never put it back. <laughs> Which Christmas? Your seventeenth Christmas? This, this, it was his last one. That's why my little angel is out right here because I never put it back, and that's why my Christmas tree over there on that buffet with my Christmas Barbie, I never <laughs> yeah. put it away. Yeah, can we talk about this? We've been going for like two hours, and we've yet to address like because it's in it's in the camera angle. Like, yeah, it is. <laughs> so what? It, uh, it's a little angel that was that like custom made for you or you just found it at the swap meet oh, okay so you want to go dark so i'm gonna what tell do you, you mean okay so <clears throat> so my aunt the one who was married don't tell me this is fucking haunted right now it's, been it's not haunted i mean i'd be surprised because so my aunt at the time she was she had she turned 40 and she had her her last son and he unfortunately and this was in 1988 uh, 89 when she had him he unfortunately developed brain cancer and when he was having all his brain surgeries and he was in children's hospital in detroit for a way for her to you know keep herself calm she took up crochet mm. and so this was one of the ones that she made for my mom back in 1990 wow. and when he unfortunately passed away in 91 at three years old it's always a memory oh, that i hold for him so yeah. yeah wow can i can i touch it yeah you can touch, touch him it. touch her yeah yeah she crocheted the whole thing yeah so that thing is like a good 32 years old wow that's cool you gotta keep shit like that yeah man. i mean shit in the most respectable way yeah yeah you do my mom's a hoarder 
And mm-hmm. man, it's just, I moved her up from Yuma. Uh, me and my brother bought a house and we moved her in because, you know, she was alone out there. Uh-huh. And uh, brought all her stuff with us. But you know what, man? It's like you find little things mixed in there. And uh-huh. it's like, dude, I found a letter that my grandma had written my dad in 81 mm-hmm. and referencing a girlfriend. And that's my mom. Oh, like, wow. I'm just like, dude, like, yeah. You yeah. find shit like that. Yeah, when I cleaned out my mom's house after she passed away, I was just going through all this stuff. And I was finding all this stuff. And it was so funny because when my mom and uncle, her brother, were going to college, he would always address letters himself calling himself disco bro okay and so on one of the and this was like 1974 (laughs) one of the stamps on the letter says retarded kids need love too yes (laughs) i was like ah it's a product of the times exactly it's a product of the times hey i got a question when he would write the state would he capitalize both letters yes okay cool. disco bro yeah (laughs) <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh my god, this is like 1974. Yeah. It was like that's so funny. That so is funny. great, mm-hmm. man. A little style. Mm-hmm. Where do you get your style from? Who influenced you the most? Teddy Pendergrass. Oh, shit. Dapper. You don't even know who that is. The name is familiar. Oh god. The name is familiar. See, I, I'm stuck in 1979. 19. Okay, it's a mixture. Teddy Pendergrass, very big R&B singer from the 70s and 80s, unfortunately got into a car accident in 1981 that left him paraplegic from the neck down, but he still sang until he died in 2009. But he was very machismo, very, you know... Uh, what just, am I thinking of? Like, um, um, let's see. Um, you better lean into it. All right, let's, hold on, hold on, hold on. Alexa! Play Teddy Pendergrass. Demonetized. Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it gonna play? Okay, so it's like, turn off the lights. And he's like very big R&B singer in the 70s yeah. and 80s. And also, um, Sylvester, he was a, a, a gay singer in the 70s and 80s as well, too. Yeah. And so it's that whole look, you know, the beard, the chest hair, the afro, uh, yeah. you know, everything. I like that look. Yeah. And so that's where I get my style from. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, I, I feel like I can picture Teddy because I've definitely heard of the name, but I, I, I couldn't, I can't picture him. But um, yeah, that makes sense. Like a machismo, um, but with style. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sexy. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah, yeah. Um, um, a lot of my friends, they, you know, the gay ones, they do like to wear makeup and all that stuff. I don't. No, no, nothing. Nothing. Man, you got good skin. Yeah, God just uh, lotion. That's about it. A little jerk, <laughs> little jerk. And sometimes I may, I may put on some of that, uh, that Jergens glow with a little sparkle in it. Ah, you know, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, trying to look like Jennifer Lopez. But that's about it. You know. Yeah. Whoa. What? Are, yeah. Talking about fucking not cracking well, uh, what is she at now like 58 well 58 and a billionaire okay yeah, so exactly. you know she in placenta she sleeps with a placenta uh, yeah, a new and, placenta every and night and i know she is getting dicked down by matt whatever his name is ben affleck right now with ben again yeah she's yeah she married him again what well okay they were engaged what? but they get hold on where have you been <laughs> yeah obviously did you know did you know that? Okay, yeah, they got married. Holy shit. Yeah. Did they get gay married, though? 
No, I think they got married. Is this the second time? Be considered. Gay married. No, it's a real marriage <laughs> fucker coming to my house with that homophobia shit. <laughs> Give me back my damn little bottle of water. Ah, Sorry, you have to wait. Yeah. It'll be in the toilet. Oh, later. yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, Ray, any wisdom you want to drop on the folks right now? You yes. Can, you can get real with these motherfuckers right now. Um, don't let this life pass you by. If there's an opportunity for you to do something, do it. I have, you know, unfortunately, my mother passed away just before she was ready to retire and really enjoy herself. And and my dad passed away, too, before he got a chance. And I, I don't I don't want that to happen to anybody you know yeah. enjoy yourself while you can while you're here while you're able while you're able mm-hmm. ah, it's huge man yeah because people think it's like my all my golden years mm-hmm. like, I'm like no i will say though i am glad that my mom before she did pass away that she was able to travel the world a little bit yeah so she got to enjoy herself yeah oh nice man did you guys go anywhere together um well we would travel to like um vegas or new york or something like that but she traveled to with her sister they went to uh france and spain and yeah. greece and then they went to hawaii and all that stuff so that was some stuff that she got to do and i was like well she she enjoyed herself yeah she did that mm-hmm. it's awesome yeah yeah get out experience live the world and you know how she got there by taking a fucking plane. Book the flight. Yes. Yeah. Right. Hey, thank you so much thank for you. coming on. And I, I, I appreciate it. I got much love for you. Wish you all the success in career, love life, <laughs> comedy, it all. Well, Taco is always a good backup. So, hey, yeah. ta- What do you think about Taco Boys? What? <gasps> Let's go. <laughs> Taco Bellies? <laughs> what? Oh. The confusion. How damn I want it all. Me 